T is for triggers. Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger. And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring, and I specialize in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion, speak from their heart, and build better relationships. And together we are Rekindling Relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions, as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections. Welcome to our podcast designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership, as well as create a more loving, healthy and strong connection. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. So, Beck and I are going to chat about triggers today. I love this topic. Tell me about why you love this topic. I think because I've gone down an avenue of healing, which is all to do with triggers, emotional healing. Tell me about that. And it's about finding people's triggers, helping them process them and get rid of them so they don't control their lives anymore. So you're talking about self-directed healing? Yeah. So can you explain a bit more about it? This process of self-directed healing is about finding those subconscious triggers because we only use 10% of our logical mind and all of our decisions and reactions are governed by our subconscious, which is 90% of how we function. Self-directed healing is about finding those triggers that are running people's lives instead of them being in control of their lives. So any areas where they're not satisfied with or they're reacting in a way that doesn't seem to be beneficial to them in life. It's also like you're acting out of context, aren't you? Yeah, it's about finding those triggers that are suppressed a lot of the time and pulling them out and dealing with them and getting rid of them so they stop controlling you. And most of these seem to come from when we're children, don't they? Yeah, most of them, yeah. And that's because we had a situation happen or something happened in our lives and our child brain went, oh, this has happened, this means this, and it could mean that we felt unsafe or we felt unworthy or something came up for us. And now in the present moment, we're operating from that old belief system, that old way of dealing with stuff, and we're triggered so this something comes up for us. Our partner does something, our partner says something, or even looks at us in a certain way, and we have this trigger come up. We're stuck in the thought pattern which says, when someone does this, then I should react like this. Yeah, or even getting angry at you know some random person down the street you can be triggered by anything and everything and the more you are triggered chances are a fair bit of healing to do isn't that interesting it's about making us take responsibility for the way we react to what happens around us rather than putting that responsibility on someone else rather than saying to our partners you did this and you made me feel like this yeah which is not true it's actually you did something And my reaction to it was like this, and I want to find out why I'm reacting like I am. How can I reprogram that? How can I heal that and get rid of it? Because the brain likes to make patterns. Oh, it does. Yeah. And this is an old pattern, Mm. a pattern which we've probably done over and over again. I think people get into relationships that compound that pattern. So if they were in a family where they were treated in a certain way, then they might bring that sort of person back into their lives so they can keep on repeating that pattern because, in a sense, that pattern makes them feel safe. 
There's a comfort in their discomfort. There's a comfort in their discomfort. But I like also that. Also, I think that we attract that because ultimately the universe wants us to heal ourselves. So we're attracting that because it's triggering us because we need to heal these things in ourselves. So we'll attract what we need to heal as well. So do you think that going through something like self-directed healing as a process in partnership as couples works better than trying to do these things on your own? I think if you have a partner that you feel you can unload anything to and they'll sit there and help you process it because quite often with self-directed healing or removing these triggers you will go through so many emotions you'll cry or you'll be angry you've got to have a partner that is comfortable with you showing those emotions and saying anything that's not always easy to find no because that person's triggers can bring up our own triggers Mm. we could be triggering each other to speak about this personally when something comes up for me and we've had a discussion about this When I get contacted by my ex, I retreat because of an old pattern I have, which is a mother that would overreact when something came up. And when something came up for her or something came up with us, she would overreact, there'd be drama, there'd be conflict, and I would retreat. I would try and avoid her, try and avoid the conversation because nothing I did would actually make it better. And if I retreated and I just went away, it would blow over after a while. So now it is a trigger for me. So I feel like when there's conflict, especially with a woman, that could be an ex, that could be with you, that could be with a friend, then I tend to retreat inside myself and try and avoid what's going on. That trigger of mine to retreat then triggers you because you think something's wrong with us Mm. and then you move in and you become maybe more needy because you're like oh I want to make sure everything's okay I don't know what's happening here I feel unsafe and that makes you retreat more and that makes me retreat more because all of a sudden I'm like oh my goodness is she creating a drama because of me wanting some space and and then it goes back and forth until there's a conversation to discuss and then we let go of it and it's interesting because you had attracted a person into your life that overreacts and creates drama. Yes, yes. I, because of that healing from the mother wound of a mother that would do the same thing. So you actually attracted that into your life. Expect that reaction from me. And that's us being aware of this pattern and breaking that cycle, isn't it? Yeah, and because I know that I can actually tell you what's going on for me and you're not going to freak out, react, create a drama then it makes it easier for me to explain myself. But it's also because it's such an old pattern and it's such it's so well entrenched in me, I tend to repeat it quite a lot. But each time I do and you bring it to my attention and I bring it to my own attention and I realise it and we talk about it and we work on it together, then the less hold that trigger has on me. Yeah, it's um, bringing awareness, isn't it, mm. to your triggers. And if you think of it like that, they're a warning sign. It's not a bad thing. It's actually going, oh, why am I being triggered? Why am I uncomfortable by this conversation? Or why am I envious or jealous of this person's success success in life? Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Why is this making me really angry? Those are little warnings. They're like a little light, flash of light that's like, okay, I'm being triggered. That's what I need to heal. Triggers are really beneficial because it's the subconscious telling you what you need to heal. And you heal that 
you heal your emotions, your relationship, you'll have better relationships, better connections, your health overall will be better. Yeah, because that trigger is actually a suppression of an emotion, isn't it? Mm. And that suppression of that emotion related to an incident, to a sound, a smell, a sight, as that thing comes up for us and it all of a sudden it puts our body into a fight or flight or freeze or some sort of emotional mm. panic. And it's like the trigger of a gun, isn't mm. it? It happens quick and bang, it comes in and that actually is not healthy for us. No. So it's kind of like if you were to cut yourself physically – your body has this amazing ability to heal itself. It's the same with your emotional self. It'll get triggered or cut emotionally by something, but it wants to heal it. But we haven't really been taught how to heal our emotions. And when we're a child, when something happens, we accept that the people doing it, that they must be fine and that's the normal way of doing things because that's what we see. We copy it. We copy it, but... Our reaction to it, it doesn't feel right, but we don't know what to do with that stuff. You know, we're young and we can't turn around and change that maybe or that situation is out of, it's out of control. So how would you say as partners we can help each other move forward through triggers that might trigger the relationship? And, and it can become this horrible little toxic pattern sometimes, mm. can't it, in relationships? And we see it that we can keep triggering this little pattern and we see couples do it often yeah it's a little spiral isn't it yeah i think if you get drunk constantly and just stay numb <laughs> is a, <laughs> you weren't expecting that were you it's a really good way to just ignore the pattern and just drift off into this just bland numbness of life so you can just sit there uncomfortably on the couch ignoring each other until Pickling one of you yourself. dies <laughs> the end. The end. So, How to live a toxic, unhealthy, fulfilled life. There are people out there who need to who need to drink themselves into a stupor before they can actually have an emotional connection. <laughs> On a side note, my dad was an alcoholic. He was distant and just not connected to me mm. as a child. So I have a real problem with addictions. I don't like being around drunk people mm. at all. I see the falseness in it and the fact that it's just a way to numb out their feelings and yeah. numb out what they're doing or have enough confidence to step into a space sometimes mm. and when I'm around people who are drinking and getting too drunk I get really triggered I don't want to be there it upsets me mm. and I know that's because of my upbringing so now I have to actually say to myself okay this is my thing not theirs when do you think you started to become aware of the importance of noticing emotional triggers and how to heal them. Because you've been doing a lot of personal healing for a long time. I think I've got a lot of old shit to deal with, like a really dysfunctional family life. When did you notice the value in noticing your triggers and realising that they were actually part of what you needed to heal in yourself? Probably when I was doing a lot of healing on my father wounds which was about that connection I didn't share with my father growing up and realising that amongst other men, I would feel quite challenged. I didn't really have any good role models growing up. So I never really allowed myself to deeply connect with other men. I didn't trust them, thought they would just disappear like my dad did. Mm. As I stepped into that space of self-healing, I realised that trigger with other men 
was based on an old story that I had to change. And I had to change that by actually opening up to men and being able to be vulnerable and speak about where I was at, something I never got to do with my own father. And that really healed that part of me. Now I feel much better about my connection with my dad now and also connection with other men. Thanks for sharing. And how about for you, Beck? Because you've decided to take on the idea of healing triggers through doing your own self-directed healing with women. When did you feel that this was an important part of your healing and growth to look at your triggers? Probably a couple of years ago, I had a big, big life change. Oh, four years ago, I had a big life change. But a couple of years ago, I went on a bit of a journey of healing myself. Had a couple of partners that were triggered by everything around, like everything. And I remember thinking, wow, um, you know, why do some people get triggered by so many things? Also, after I had this big life change, go on this process of healing because I had an old story heartbreaking story where you know I lost my entire family and had no one for a time because I was part of a religious cult that I got disfellowshipped from and so I lost everything so I knew I had a lot of healing I had to do on myself and personal growth so that sent me on this journey of healing and I did a lot of different types of healing and then I did a course on self-directed healing and it really made sense to me. I was like, yes, this makes total sense that the things we're triggered by, we need to heal in ourselves. And I wanted to help other people, other women that have gone through big life changes and wanted to go on their own personal growth journey. So that's when I learned self-directed healing. Through learning that modality, you were able to start doing more healing on yourself because you're able to realize that when you are triggered by something that happened in your environment, that it came from something in the past, and then you could look back into the past, find that time, find that feeling of when it was back then. By looking back in the past, you are able to release it. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You sit in that emotion that you've probably suppressed, haven't really dealt with properly because quite often, like with that period of time I went through, I was just in this flight and fight mode. So I had to just suck it up and get on with it. And so I knew there was still healing or even past past healing I had to do to get rid of some things that were still stuck. I was still stuck. I'd get triggered by. So yeah, a great process. Do you find that you have less triggers now? Absolutely. I mean, we're always healing. I, I don't believe that ever stops. I think we're layers, like onion layers. There's always layers. Peel off a layer and have a good cry. <laughs> and we'll peel off another we'll layer it, and have another we'll good cry. We'll attract what we need. If we want to keep on our personal growth journey, we attract what we need to heal. And I do notice that I don't get triggered by as much. And even I can relay my story in detail and not cry anymore. That's a really noticeable change, isn't it? When you can talk about the thing which used to trigger you and you don't really attach any emotion to it anymore. Well, I think I almost, and I said this to you, I think I almost tell the story without any emotion, which sometimes I'm like, oh, that sounds really bad. But I think it's because I've done so much processing and healing on that particular thing, that particular story, that now I can relay the story and yeah, not have really any emotion attached to it. Yeah, I feel like I've done a lot of work on my father wounds and that time in my life when I was young 
so that it doesn't have quite a hold on me. But as you said, layers and layers of onion skin and all the other layers. So there's other things which once we go deeper and then something else will come up. And being aware, I think, is the more aware you are, the more you're, you realise that there's, oh, there's another little layer that I need to like work on or heal. I think it gets easier as you do it because then you recognise that these things are just triggers from the past. It isn't happening right now. So it makes it easier to look at it from more maybe of an objective sense and not get so caught up in it. Yeah, you notice the triggers for what they are, don't you? Mm. Like you might be triggered by somebody be like, oh, hang on, it's not actually really to do with them. What's the story behind that? If you want to really work through your triggers, it is bringing awareness to the trigger Mm. that whatever's going on right now is happening in your head and you're getting triggered by this thing going on and then bringing awareness to it by working out when that actually did happen when was the original of this when did it actually come back to and your brain will work it out your brain will give you some story it might be you know you're four or you're five you could also think back to a time before that time when you weren't feeling like that at all so you're trying to create a new pattern in your brain by saying oh there was a time when i wasn't triggered by this and that's what we're going to go with now and your subconscious really wants you to heal your emotional self so it will like you said it will find them and it'll pull that story out triggers can be really beneficial for bringing awareness to what you need to heal instead of letting them control your reactions in your life because they can do that too and that's ugly and really toxic yeah and it doesn't help you move forward and what it does is it actually makes your relationships with your family and your friends and the people around you and your partner makes it even harder And you're the one who's being reactive. And we all have people in our lives who we know can be very reactive. Mm. And it's the people who are just super angry all the time. Someone cuts them off in traffic and, oh, my goodness, rah, 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 and all the carry on when actually it's not about the person cutting them off. And there's a deep anger sitting there and it only takes – the bucket's full. only takes a drop and they're losing their shit. And so maybe if you're even finding that you get really emotional – all the time over little things, even on an ad on television and you start feeling emotional about it, there's a trigger just there. Exactly. There's something in there that you need to go deep and work on. So this episode we've talked about triggers and what they are and how they can come up in your relationship. So join us next time for... You is for unfaithful. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.